Good evening everyone and welcome to Wednesday Evening Discipleship. The topic this evening is contentment. And in the passage that Jamie spoke about on Sunday from Philippians 4, Paul says, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. I wonder what makes you feel discontented. The long, socially distanced queue at Sainsbury's? Or scrolling Instagram, looking at pictures of someone else's seemingly perfect life? Or scrolling the internet, looking at holidays you can't afford or can't go on during lockdown? There will also be big and deeply painful things, as well as these everyday things that make us feel discontented. The kind of contentment that Paul was talking about didn't depend on external circumstances. Paul said that he had learned to be content whether he was in need or in plenty. Paul's contentment was about an internal well-being rather than external circumstances. Paul was in prison. He knew suffering. And yet he had learned to find this contentment. He had learned to know peace and joy that did not depend on external circumstances. And Paul's contentment was real rather than fake. Paul's contentment was not fake news. Paul says in verse 10, I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Paul was not denying the challenge of the situation. He was glad the Philippians were concerned about him. His suffering was real. He wasn't saying, I'm fine, don't worry about me. He was saying, I value your concern, but in the midst of my suffering, I have learned the secret of contentment. A couple of weeks ago, I was out for my daily exercise and I went for a run, um, not too far from home. And about halfway through my run, when I was furthest away from home, I tripped on the pavement and went flying, arms right out, chin to the ground. And as I got, so I had these grazed hands, grazed chin, bruised knee, and as I lay there, feeling really sorry for myself, and then struggled to get up, looking at the cuts on my hands. This, this man walked towards me and um, he, said, he looked slightly embarrassed. It had been quite a fall. And slightly embarrassed, he said, are you, are you okay? And I, struggling to my feet, said, oh yes, I said, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Now that was not contentment. That was fake news. I wasn't fine. I was embarrassed by my pain. I was in pain and I was not content. But this kind of contentment that Paul is talking about is not about hiding or denying our pain. It's, about, it's not about gritting our teeth and pretending that everything is okay. Paul is acknowledging that this kind of contentment is not an easy ask. 
Paul says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me, just after saying, I have learned to be content in any and every situation. Can, this kind of contentment isn't easy or natural. Contentment is not about pretending. It's not about being stoic in the pain. Paul says that he has learned the secret of contentment in all circumstances. And I want to talk this evening about that secret of contentment. And in order to do that, we're going to look at some of the teaching of Jesus in John's Gospel. We're going to look at John 10, verses 1 to 10. Jesus says this. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought, them, brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognise a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And the secret to contentment is that relationship with Jesus, the Good Shepherd. The secret to contentment is knowing Jesus as our shepherd, listening to his voice, learning his perspective, his eternal perspective. Learning more about his love for us in the present and the hope that he brings us for the future. Contentment is found when we listen to the voice of Jesus rather than the many other voices that might be shouting at us in the world around us. And God speaks to us primarily through the Bible. So contentment is found when we spend time reading the Bible, praying and getting to know the voice of Jesus. Contentment is not something we achieve or become. We might learn contentment in a particular situation and then we see the seemingly perfect life of somebody else and have a pang of discontentment and we need to listen to the voice of Jesus again. Verse 5 tells us that those who know the voice of the shepherd don't follow the voice of a stranger. They follow Jesus. There are competing voices, aren't there? There'll be different competing voices for different people. The voice that says you will never be satisfied until you look a certain way or until you achieve a particular qualification or job or until you buy this house or that car or until you get married or until your children behave a certain way or achieve this qualification. 
and sometimes it's easy to look at other people and to think you should be content look at your life but actually this is not about the should it's not about judging other people this is about learning to find contentment through relationship with Jesus it's about acknowledging our discontentment and finding contentment in our particular situation through relationship with Jesus. Our discontentment is often rooted in a deep desire for a good thing. Paul was in prison when he wrote the letter to Philippians and unjust imprisonment is a bad thing. A desire to be well rather than sick or to have work or to have children or to do our jobs well, they're all really good things to desire. The problem is when our lack leads to despair and misery and anxiety. And part of that secret of learning contentment is learning to bring our discontentment to God, exploring our discontentment with God. And as we tell God about our discontentment, being ready to listen to his voice. Sometimes being convicted when our desire is wrong, being ready to say sorry, to let go of desires. And sometimes knowing God's love for us and concern about the things that cause us pain and learning to know God's deep and overwhelming love for us, even in the midst of unfulfilled desires. Sometimes our discontentment can be a good thing. It can drive us to action. Discontentment might lead us to make positive change in our own lives or in our society. Discontentment with racism in our world is a good thing if it leads to action and to change. God might use our discontentment with injustice in the world to speak, for us to speak up for others and to spur us into action. Contentment through most of life is not easy. It's easy to get stuck in discontentment and jealousy and greed. In fact, it's natural. And it's so natural in our world where the media and our consumerist society depend on us being discontented with the way things are. Our consumerist society is dependent on us buying more stuff. John 10 verse 10 says this, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I don't know what you think a full life might mean. A big house, a loving family, all the material things you desire, but this life in abundance, life to the full that Jesus talks about is not about materialism. It's not about stuff. In the message version, Jesus promises this, real and eternal life, more and better life than they could ever have dreamed of. This is about real and eternal life. It's about deep peace and real joy in the present and secure hope for the future, whatever our circumstances. It's about listening to the voice and getting the perspective of the Good Shepherd. Uh, one of the books I have found really helpful during lockdown is John Mark Homer's book, The Ruthless Elimination of Harry. And in that book, 
Coma says this, isolation means painting a target on your back for the tempter. Solitude is when you take time to feed and water and nourish your soul. When we spend time alone, there is a temptation to go to a dark place. We can become lonely and sorry for ourselves, or we can turn to things like alcohol or busyness to try to numb the pain. But solitude means spending time alone with God. It means receiving from him the gift of contentment. It means spending time with the Good Shepherd, knowing that Jesus forgives us and sets us free. It means feeding and nourishing our souls through prayer and reading the Bible so that we remain hopeful of God's power, confident of his love, so that we know that the things of this life are passing and that there is a real and eternal future to hope for. Contentment is about real, deep peace in the present. It's about real joy, whatever the circumstances of life. And contentment is an ongoing battle. The desire of the thief, the tempter, the devil is to steal life, to remind us of the things we don't have. I could be content if only this or that was sorted. I could impress this or that person. But Jesus is the good shepherd who leads us in the real circumstances of life and gives us deep peace real joy and secure hope, whatever those circumstances are.